Wouldn't it be nice to feel like you owned your own experience? Like no matter what was happening in the world, you could get up in the morning and you could know who you are and you could manage your feelings and your communication so that at the end of the day, no matter what you'd done, you went to bed knowing that's who I am, that's how I wanted to show up in the world. I'm Linda Ferguson of NLP Canada Training, and we've come to the very last episode in our series on the core NLP skills that we teach in our NLP Practitioner Certification. And on the last day of the communication half of the course, we think about three ways to apply what we've learned so that we communicate more effectively. We kind of know how to grab on all these different techniques. But I thought I wanted to talk first today about that question that's on everybody's mind, which is like, what difference did it make? Acquired all those skills. What difference does it make? Because the difference isn't a p- one thing or another. It is a way of addressing that sort of existential fear we have that we are not enough, that we are not good enough, strong enough, smart enough, lucky enough to be in control of our own experience. That we don't really know ourselves very well, but we're pretty sure that put to the test, we're just at the mercy of too many other forces. And that's a really big kind of dark thing to say, but it's been true of all the people I've taught, whether they're dealing with trauma that they manage every day that strikes them down, just, you know, takes the edge off so that they're never really safe. It's been true of the people who want to dive in there and help other people who are encountering situations day after day where they're just not sure they're going to come up with the right thing to say or the right way of listening. It's been true of the people who look like they're on top of the world. They are the high achievers and they are inventing and engaging and selling and they are by all different criteria a success, but they have this fear somewhere deep inside or not so deep that it's all pretty precarious and that either they're going to get in their own way, they're going to burn out, they're going to self-sabotage, or the world will get in their way. We can't change the fact that our world is precarious and uncertain. And we can't change the fact that the human system, the way it's comprised of a brain and a body and a conscious mind and a social self, most of it is always going to be unknown. That the biggest part of ourself, the most powerful part of ourself, is like the Wizard of Oz, always behind the curtain. 
what we can do, what we do in our course is come to understand how that system is put together, how it functions, and how we can most reliably kind of surf the waves of what we give ourselves and what the world gives us so that we stay on top of all of it, so that we have choices and so that we have the hope that we will make good choices and the confidence that even if we don't make good choices, we'll figure it out. We'll get there eventually. So the first way, the most fundamental way that we use our skills in state management and communication, that we use our knowledge of how all these different systems and language and nonverbal communication and framing, all of these things sit on top of each other and act in the world. We take all of that and we use it first to learn. Learning is key. Learning is the growth mindset. Learning is hope. Learning is saying, I'm not there yet. And then taking on the ability to interact with the world in such a way that we get a little smarter, a little stronger, a little more flexible, a little more empathetic. We learn from one another We teach one another because we want to be in a world where the people around us who are part of who we are, our social identity, also have access to skills, to knowledge, to the belief in growth. And so the first application of all of NLP is as a model of accelerated, intensive learning that just keeps us motivated to say, not yet, but soon. Not yet, but one more step. We'll see. Keep going. The second really core thing, and it's almost invisible in our society, is that the skills of NLP are the skills of collaboration. And in a lot of people's marketing, NLP seems like something you do so you get what you want. You set a goal, and then the world kind of falls in line with it. And sometimes that's true. But often, the nature of being a human being who aspires to a full, rich life who aspires to experience human potential, that kind of person doesn't just want to tell other people what to do. That kind of person wants to connect with people in ways where difference becomes a strength, where diversity becomes a motivation for everyone to grow, to innovate, to adapt, and to become stronger together than we could be on our own. And also, although you're going to find very few courses out there on how to collaborate, 
our NLP practitioner training is in some ways a course in how to manage yourself and your connection so that sometimes you can let yourself take on other people's states their information, their knowledge. Sometimes you can share what you have. And sometimes you can hold connection and a purpose and allow difference in. Allow other people's ideas to kind of bump around against your ideas until something different emerges, something that no one would have thought of or been capable of doing on their own, but that you can do together. And for many people, that feeling of being in a partnership or on a team and achieving together is the high point of their life. And with these skills, they become better at making the kind of connection that is necessary not to take an idea in your head and transfer it to somebody else's, but to take a partly formed idea and let it connect with somebody else's idea and out of it to grow ideas that feel like they are genuinely owned by all the people in the collaboration. And that's really a wonderful experience for most people. It satisfies that real human need to be a tribal, connected creature. That social self that we carry around that's wired right into our neurology is satisfied when we collaborate better. And the third thing, the one you expected me to say first, is that we get better at getting other people to engage in our goals. And you can call that persuasion or influence or selling because they're all words that mean there's something I want that I can't get by myself. And the only way to get there is for me to talk other people into supporting what I want. That might be, I want to get better at closing deals, and that's great. I love that because it's such a good, clear metric. You can take NLP, You can get really clear about your goal and your strategy and your methods and models. And then you can go out in the world and you can use them to make sales and you'll see your numbers. And that's fabulous. But a lot of people want a kind of influence that's a little harder to measure. They want to be good parents or good friends or good mentors or good trainers. And they know that there is no kind of evaluation sheet, no scorecard that makes it easy to measure improvement. NLP gives them a way of thinking qualitatively but systematically about both their goals, and their relationships so that they can notice progress in 
getting along with people who are important, but perhaps a little difficult. In connecting with people who really extend the range of what is possible for them because they're so different. They think so differently. And also in that you know, remarkable word that we use that was so hard to define, leadership. How do you get to be a leader? People follow you. Do you have to be mindful and compassionate and visionary and all these wonderful things that people put in leadership articles? Probably not. There seem to be quite a few leaders who aren't any of those things. But there are some requirements for leadership. And they're really the two halves of what we teach in NLP. The first half, how to know your own mind with clarity, with what we call in NLP congruence, so that you are able to commit to what you want and to stay committed to it when the going gets tough. And the other half of leadership is being able to actively make connections that lead to the result you want. These aren't always connections that are going to feel good because that's not your yardstick. Your yardstick in influence is are you moving collectively towards the target? Are you getting from people what you need to be hearing from them, what you need to be seeing in their actions so that you can move towards the goals you've set for yourself? And that's also powerful and important. We need leaders who have spent time getting to know themselves so they don't change halfway through. We need leaders who know how to pay attention, how to listen, not just so they make us feel better. I mean, it's nice to feel better. It's nice to feel heard. But we need leaders who can listen effectively to lots and lots of different voices because that gives them access to the best quality of information so they can set the best path forward for them and for all the people they lead. Many people take NLP Canada practitioner training who don't see themselves as leaders, but other people see them as leaders and see them more and more as leaders as they kind of grow into this awareness of how much is possible for them and how much is possible for them in relationship and connection with other people. A long time ago, I started a conversation, a symposium, to talk about what does NLP really give you? And the answer was hope. And it wasn't hope like a greeting card. It wasn't even hope like a prayer. But it was hope like the, what I call in our master program, bloody-minded optimism. Hope that no matter what, I will learn, 
I will grow. Something will come up. There is a way, I just haven't seen it yet. And those kinds of little sentences have driven some of the most important developments in some of the richest lives in human history. So here's my big claim. What it was it all for? It was also that people could learn to recognize and engage with difference inside them because the difference between who they think they are and who they could be is what drives growth. And to engage with difference in the world around them and particularly the kind of difference they encounter with other people. Because diversity is a strength, it means we are not limited as a group by one person's limitations or another, but we can engage and connect in a way that allows us to draw on and learn from and use one another's experience, knowledge, expertise, and skill, and together reach goals that are impossible in isolation, together manage challenges in the external world that are truly frightening, to stand up to the big stuff and to not sweat the small stuff. I don't just have a belief in this. I've spent 18 years watching people who are curious and determined, who seek autonomy and mastery and purpose, in the words of Daniel Pink, come and train at NLP Canada, stay and train with us as graduates, continuing their development. And I get to watch as they also step into leadership, step into influence, step into creativity, step into relationships that work for them and work for the other people too. And it is one of the greatest pleasures, one of my highest outcomes to watch people work with me in a way that makes them feel more capable of connecting with what they don't know about themselves and with what they don't know about the world. That may not sound so big, but consider where we started. The function of your brain The part of you that is a super processor that drives most of your thoughts and choices and behaviors. The function of that brain is to minimize the expenditure of energy it takes to keep you safe. It is a system that tries much of the time to troubleshoot, to protect, and to limit so that your experience will be predictable. And up against that, alongside it, right up next to it, really, we place 
the human drive to extend our capabilities to know ourselves better and to engage with the world in a way that helps us grow. And I know for sure this happens at NLP Canada Training, and I hope one day you'll come, you'll join us, and you'll experience the growth, the control, the mastery, the autonomy, and the sense of connection that comes from having the skills to manage yourself and engage with difference. I'm Linda Ferguson, NLP Canada Training.